0: Go Miller, welcome to Entrepreneur Talks podcast. I'm so excited. Hi,
1: Hi, thank you for having me. My pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, you're welcome. I think I click up the the, the live scene a little bit earlier, but I hope everyone join us after a while. realize we are are live. So we are live on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter. I don't know why I always keep saying Instagram. It's not Instagram. It's LinkedIn. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And tell me, where are you talking from?
1: Yeah, I am in Winnipeg, Manitoba. So right in the middle of Canada. It is very cold here today. So having chats inside virtually is a great place to be, Yola.
0: Oh, wow. How cold. Yeah. Tell me about it. Here in London is the same. It's been a little bit cold. Like the weather just changed, become very, very cold. But this is life, right? And we need the cold cold weather, right? So
1: yeah, we get all the seasons here. So it's fun for us, reminds you to kind of try different activities, get outside, even when it's cold, you know, you can take advantage of wherever you are if you want to.
0: That's right. That's right. And now, in three words, could you tell us who is Margot Miller?
1: Ooh, um, this is funny. You know, this is a tough one when you're on the spot, Yola. I I did a personality test a little while ago. I like to kind of like see these things every once in a while. And the first word that it gave me is zest, Um, and it meant like a zest for life, and I loved that one. Mm -hmm. So zest, um, charisma, and oh gosh. does community count community yes
0: community community person yes, yes community
1: builder yeah if you will yeah. hyphenate it we'll allow that to be one word
0: <laughs> i think like community helper or supporter or uh it will be like uh, serving others
1: yeah like connector maybe if we want one word yeah it, it, it's a thread that kind of pulls through a lot of what i do personally and professionally so It's a good starter question there, Yola.
0: (laughs) Because I've got an idea straight away who is talking with me. This is really, really interesting. It's always different, different kind of answers. It's amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for letting me know. I'm just curious. Zest, can you tell me more about Zest? Yeah. I
1: really loved that when I saw it recently, it is kind of a funny word right off the bat, but um, it really, what it was referring to is someone who has a zest for life, like a joy for life, really a passion. I think passionate used to be a use a word that I would use to describe myself because everything I do, I'm kind of the way I am now. Like I'm excited and I'm energetic. And if I'm going to do something, I really put a lot of energy and passion into it. And I think this word zest is kind of like a really easy way to see that because I think when people think of it, they think of like energy and, and happiness and kind of this like charisma, it's kind of all rolled right. into one word. Right. And so that is what it meant. It meant someone who like takes advantage of life and to the fullest and is happy about it and energetic for kind of whatever that path is to come. Yeah, um, and I think that that's really been a quality that's helped guide me um, because I think if you, if you jump in with both feet and really give anything a chance, there is such a great opportunity for that thing to succeed or at the very least for you to really truly know whether that thing was right for you or not. But if you only dabble and you don't really commit to something, then even if it doesn't work out, you kind of don't know if it was because of you or because you actually weren't a fit for whatever that situation was you were in. So I think it's really like, it's almost a good lesson to remember to really kind of go with zest, go with energy and passion. And then you'll at least... You know you'll at least know and if you and if it's great it's going to be really great because you've, you've jumped in
0: that's really good wow wow love it love it and that's why you you started uh toptal so i
1: didn't start toptal i started a podcast called start canada podcast i ah. work at toptal on you know part mm-hmm. of the time so we've got both both <laughs> initiatives there toptal is is a freelance network that has thousands of freelancers around the world. It's the world's largest freelance network for professional roles. We have a lot of um, developers and designers, a lot of tech personalities. Yes, who are super highly skilled. So they're in the top 3% of the world. So they're, they've been vetted before coming into the freelance network. And my role at Toptal as the head of community is to really bring all of these freelancers together so that they have this opportunity to really embrace the fact that they're part of this freelance community oh, as wow. opposed to feeling like they're a freelancer who works by themselves and happens to work for top right we have these thousands of freelancers who are so highly skilled and so you, you know interesting and intelligent and this is not my role as an opportunity to help them find one another oh, through wow. our network and do engagement and participate in events and participate in programs to help develop their skills, all while kind of connecting with these amazing minds from around the world. So really cool opportunity um, and a really, really interesting business at TopTel, very much
0: the future of work. You you, You sound very happy at TopTel because it's not your own business, but you sound like it's part of yourself. That's amazing. It's amazing. I, you know,
1: that's, and that's like one of the things I think we'll end up talking about a bit today, Yola, as far as like, the you know, the title that people came and looked at here that in our, in our conversation about increasing engagement by working remotely. Well, as you can uh, like imagine from what I just said, we have this talent all over the world and I'm, yeah. you know, I don't sit beside my peers either. Like I'm in Winnipeg, like we talked about, and there aren't other people from toptal here in Winnipeg, but we still have this passion for the company that you, you know, you heard right away. And it's because- yeah. They do a really, really good job of increasing engagement remotely. Like That's we know crazy. the values, we know what the company's all about, and even though we're remote, we we form this amazing connection to our company and to each other. And so, if you do it right, remote work can be so strong.
0: Yeah, so powerful, so powerful. Sounds like everyone should get to know top top. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then they will exactly. be able to work with you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, when, thank you so much. And when it comes to because you you just mentioned remote work? How long you've been doing remote work?
1: For me, a couple of years now, um not like about you know about when the pandemic came around and I know that's not our main focus of our conversation today, but I know a lot of people um, moved to remote work at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had done it previously and kind of come back to it. I know, you know, anyone freelancing or working independently right now, they've been doing it probably for a long time. And and even more so, you know, there's there's an extra layer there because there's working remotely as part of a company. And then there's working remotely kind of as an independent contractor, like kind of where you might feel like you're by yourself. And so it's there's different ways you can connect to a community depending like where you sit. Obviously, if you're part of an existing company, they should be able to do a good job of making you feel connected to your peers um, within that company and there's strategies they can use. And I've got you know resources I can point them to, but there's definitely a difference there. And at, at TopTel, they were the largest remote company pre, uh, pre-pandemic. So right from day one, they were a fully distributed Always. organization, meaning like we have employees all over the world, like more than hundred countries. And that was right from the day they started. So we're really lucky there because they've really set up processes the right way, right from day one, as opposed to like having an office and then kind of trying to pivot partway through when the pandemic hits. So we, that's I think why they've done such a good job and they're really someone to look to if you're wondering how to do the remote work really well.
0: Mm. So you used to, there we go. I started most, 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 most working remote more hours during pandemic time, like when this pandemic started, but you are more, experience (laughs) on this remote and it's fun right how do you feel about it because i know you you feel all right but how do you describe um like for yourself what is the most fun on remote work
1: I think for me in the role that I'm in right now, because we're a global company and the people that I get to serve the talent, uh, the freelance talent that's around the world, they're also, you know, globally located. So for us, that's a really amazing opportunity to make connections and get to know different cultures, people from different communities, people from different areas of the world. You know, not everyone gets the opportunity to do that. If And if I was in a role where I physically had to go like fly for that connection to be normal, it would be a lot harder. Working remotely with people who are also used to it, you get to make these connections over, you know, over Zoom, over you know, streaming platforms, because yeah. Yeah. Um, because people are used to it, right? So that's such an amazing opportunity. Like if you look back, right, to our gr- grandparents, our parents, you know, past generations. This was never an opportunity. If you wanted to meet someone from another country, you had to physically fly there. So it's such a neat opportunity to expand who you are, your understanding of the world, your acceptance of other cultures, other communities. So that's, that's such an amazing benefit. And, but Yola, you also asked like just general feeling about it. And I'm quite an extrovert. So, you know, people do sometimes say, like, you know, do you not go crazy working at home, you know, by yourself? But I think if you're you're truly set up remotely, you have opportunities available to you. So I think the biggest message is just to remember to leave your house sometimes. That's, like, the hardest thing that we run into, right? So I go to cafes sometimes to work, or, like, I can go, you know, travel and work remotely because we are a global company. So doing those kind of things kind of reminds you of, how still good being involved is. in your community, yeah, and then you get that human interaction in person, maybe from strangers or or people in your friends in your life, and yes. you get the you know virtual interaction for the other half.
0: It's so it's so good. I love it. I love it. I just the fact that we can be anywhere at any time and we manage our time, and it's something that it, it, like you mentioned about get off of your house is so important, and also get off of your chair. <laughs> Yeah, I have a desk that's a sit stand desk, so I have to
1: remember to do that too. Like, remember to stand for half the day; otherwise, you get hip pain and back
0: pain. Like, unless you're 20, you're facing all those things yes, if you sit that's too much. Right. That's <laughs> and you said you have uh, you run a podcast. I do. Yeah,
1: so it's so fun, like getting to speak to people like you, Yola, who do who get this, like content creation and interviewing people um we, we the show is called start canada podcast and we interview yeah. entrepreneurs or startups right from the heart of canada specifically so i know yeah. we're not in the same yeah. place but yeah. um we absolutely love it it's an opportunity to really like showcase businesses who otherwise might not get that same attention um we're That's in the beautiful. province i'm in right in the middle of canada it's not the biggest as far as you know if people think of canada they think of maybe like vancouver or toronto or some of our major cities so we wanted to really bring attention to amazing entrepreneurs from the prairies, from the middle of our country and share their stories widely and really allow people to see like, what are the resources that they use to start their business in our country? Like, where can you go if you need help? And what are the lessons that they learned the hard way that they can share now? So you don't have to you know, run into those same hurdles. And Absolutely. it's just been such a great experience, you know, how, you've probably met so many amazing people, you know, yeah. like doing this show. And, you know, I get to do the same all with people that are local, that are kind of like near me in Canada, who I, and you know, there's so much about supporting local out there nowadays. And that was really, really what we good. were trying to do with our show.
0: That's really good. That's really good. Just made me think about it, like, like having an idea. But I will, I will live on the side. I put on my box. <laughs> Perfect. I, the other day I had a, a podcast with another guest. And she teached me, like she or he, I can't remember now, no, was a girl, was a lady. And she spoke about the, the entrepreneur box, which is something that we, as entrepreneurs, we, we have a lot of ideas and we always thinking something coming up. And now you just said about the local. And I thought, like, mm, okay, that's a good thing <laughs> to be now doing. Now we got another angle. <laughs> But I said, no, right now I need to put on my entrepreneur box, <laughs> and then I will be going back. I know.
1: There's always ideas. And, and that's, you know, I think that's a suit right in what you're talking about is a really important lesson too. I think, you know, with our show, there's kind of two sides to what we've learned. And one is that so many entrepreneurs and startup founders will tell you the first biggest lesson, everyone says it, you just have to start. And it was part of the reason we called the show Start Canada Podcast because so many people will say, well, I'm, I'm kind of keeping my idea to myself until it's ready. Or, you know, I'm not looking for help from other people because like, I'm worried they'll take my idea or things like that. And Mm -hmm. people always say like, you're going to find a million excuses. You're going to want to like hide things, but until you start and you put yourself out there, you're actually unlikely you're going to achieve success because there are people willing to help you out there. And you're just not putting yourself in the right like environment and headspace to grow your idea so just like actually first of all just starting like stop saying i'm gonna do it i'm gonna i'm thinking about it start putting it down on paper get it started yes, right. and once you do share it with people because that's actually how you're gonna achieve success no one's like standing there locally beside you who you're talking to waiting to steal your idea everyone's mm-hmm. busy and if you've already got something on the go like that's the best thing to do yeah the second thing you know, that we learn along with that is that, um, is that you just have to, um, kind of like embrace the, the mentality of, of having these ideas. But at the same time, the big lesson is you have to be able to say no. And so, you know, when you have this idea just now that you're thinking of like, you know, maybe I'll do this local thing and I'll, I'll think about it later, but it's sometimes when people are in these roles, they feel like they have to say yes to everything. And there's, it's actually, Really, really a common trait. A lot of women have that trait of saying yes to everything because we've been in these scenarios of helping others often. But the big, like, you know, the way to really get good at something and refine your focus is by not saying yes to everything. Like, if someone asks you to be on a show, but you're too busy, like, you don't have to say yes. You know, there are, you can still find other ways to get yourself out there. You know, and that's just one example, but remembering to like refine and say no is a really
0: important piece. Yeah, yeah. That's why I use the box, because I can make a note and keep it there. And then I go back to my box and I check, OK, now it's time to go for this. Otherwise, yeah, when you have capacity. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Otherwise it gets too crazy. And now one thing, like in terms of women, like you've been on this entrepreneurship um how I say, how we call um, area, or you've been working for so many years with so many entrepreneurs around the world, and etc. So, have you met a lot of? How is the women inside this network, inside this freelancer company? Is a lot of women, or how is women in tech? <laughs> how they? Mm-hmm. I think they grown yeah. a lot, right? You know that's a great question i've
1: had quite the journey as a woman in tech or tech adjacent you know depending how people a programmer myself but i have worked with a lot of technical people and in. A oh my gosh a lot of tech companies oh. that like there are a lot more men in tech and it's still the case however the number of women is really growing and it's very easy to see um and I think, like, if I had a young daughter, the first thing I would put her in is tech-related, uh, like you know, classes, streams at school. There are so many opportunities and jobs in tech, and if you are a woman in tech, there are even more because companies are realizing that they want diversity when they're creating technical tools. So, think of like. If you create an app that's meant for women and you have no women on that team, how successful is it going to be compared to if you do have women on that team? So, Mm -hmm. you know, there are still less women than men, which means there are actually like a lot of opportunities for women to come in and make their place in tech. And there are people, (laughs) you know, I'll say there are people ahead of you who have already started doing it. So you're not alone. And there are amazing resources to help women in tech. So I would just even do like my advice, do a Google search locally, wherever you live and look up like women in tech and then your city or your province or state, you'll probably find a group where you can find allies learn from each other's experiences and sometimes from each other's struggles. But there are groups out there dedicated specifically to helping entrepreneurial women, women in tech, um, you know, women in business. So even if you're not, you don't fall into those buckets. I think the biggest thing I would say is like, don't be shy and don't wait. If you have an idea, like I said before, there's people there to help you and you have to just start. And even again, if you're not an entrepreneur, but you still want to find that community of supportive women, there are groups everywhere. Like we started one where I live called Manitoba Women in Tech. Um, They're, you know, they're usually named quite easy for you to find them. And so, um, you know, and then don't feel bad asking your questions once you're there, because if you have that question, someone else probably does too, right? And we just have to remember like, People are out there that want to help and if If if, if women are, yeah. And if people are part of these groups, they're there most likely because they either need help or they're happy to give help or they wouldn't be there. So I think like, don't be shy, really like put yourself out there. Um, And there are like, when it comes to women in tech, women in in entrepreneurship, I've just met so many fabulous women Mm -hmm. who are prepared to help you. So. There's one piece of advice to Yola that I've heard um, from many women in this environment. And that is that you can be more than one thing. So you don't have to just be a mom or a teacher or a, or define yourself as a soft-spoken person. Or so therefore, you know, I can't do this. I can't do a presentation. I can't start a business or define yourself as a helper. Like you can be all of those things, and also an entrepreneur, a leader, a change maker. So you can be whoever you want to be and just, you know, remember that as you're taking steps into something new, something new is hard, no matter who you are. And there's just, there's opportunity there and we need to just continue to support each other. So great shows like this, you know, to remember
0: that. Thank you so much. I love your energy. I just love it. I love the way you talk. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. And now uh, I'm, I'm almost done. Uh, I want to know how how can people uh, join TopTal or find more information? Is there any website, social media?
1: Yes, absolutely. So with TopTal, it's just toptal.com. There's tons of information on our website about if you're looking for talent, freelance talent to help your company as a client, you can sign up on there and get more information. And if you're a talent, if you're someone who's, working in freelancing and you're thinking, you know, I would like to be part of a community where I don't have to find all my own work all the time or deal with all my own, you know, accounts receivable. I want to just like, you know, set my rate and be part of an amazing organization that has great clients. TopTel is definitely a place to check out. So just TopTel.com. And yeah. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on all the social media too. If you want to say hi to me, you know, by all means, I'm Margot Miller and I'm on wow. all the platforms too. <laughs> you're my <laughs> thank um, you and then of course with the podcast if people are in Canada specifically or you can be from anywhere of course to listen but great resources for Canadian business entrepreneurs or people starting up their companies so start canada podcast you can find me
0: fantastic, there too fantastic i do have your your all <coughs> social media and <coughs> website on the on the information on this podcast yeah. my podcast this session i'm so sorry about my dog but he's so excited my yeah. daughter just arrived that's the way remote works <laughs> remote <laughs> sometimes yeah. we have this kind of situation but i was saying that everything about my and and top tall is on the description of the podcast and thank you so much for your presence and i wish you all the best and keep with this fire and empower <laughs> other people to be themselves and be successful He's amazing. Thank you, Margo. Stay blessed. Thank you, Yola. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Good.